Suns fans, Justin here, and with me as always and sometimes are my podcasting partners, Dan. Yeah, oh, what's going on, everyone? Oh, he sounds so rough and tumble, I don't know, and Paul's not here, like, what, guess who is, though? I, I was going to say something, but I'm just going to not. <laughs> Love you, buddy. Guess who is here? <laughs> who is it, Dan? It's our man, John Voida. Hey, what is going on, guys? Hey, sorry. Even though he's a Dodger fan, but you know what? (laughs) It's okay. You know, opening day is right around the corner. The Dodgers are getting ready to whoop the National League's ass. But you know what? We're not here about that ass whooping. We're here about the Phoenix Suns ass whooping because that's the only one that really matters. Because fuck baseball. Am I right? Yeah. Yeah, sort of. But I am shocked by the Dodgers payroll. Isn't it like $290 or something? It's an ungodly, unfair number. That's, that's, that's crazy. crazy. Isn't it? Isn't it crazy for a team that hasn't won a championship since 1988? No, I have a hat that says they won it in 2020. <laughs> the whole world might recognize it. Only oh, Daniel that, Duarte oh, doesn't. I don't, because you know, <laughs> I what, know. When you play 38 percent of the regular season, kind of doesn't count. And why didn't everybody win? That's that, that's what I'm saying. It was yeah. COVID. Nobody won. No, yeah, I won. Yeah, I like and the Dodgers won. Those feelings were though, real. I will say though, I think I think I think John's the first person that I'm like, I don't hate him for being a Dodger fan. I give him a lot you know of what? shit. But you're all still a stand-up guy. <laughs> I still appreciate that. Guy. Hey, you know what? We're all born in different places and, and grow up different ways and have different affiliations to our teams because of those yep. those different paths that all brought us to the same place. So Unless thank you, like Dan. Yeah, I don't deal with that shit. Then, then we can't talk <laughs> then, no. at all. <laughs> no. Then I would not you be know, a, I, the host of Sun's Jam Session podcast. I was just going to say, we all know John from Sun's Jam Session podcast. But you know what? I knew when I got these guys together, this was going to go off the rails. I just didn't think it would go that quickly. <laughs> <laughs> but notwithstanding that of course welcome to this episode of fanning the flames the og feeding sons podcast that is made for the fans that's you guys by the fans that is us you can follow me on twitter i'm at so j dan i am at dan duarte one and don't forget to follow my friends at buffalo trace whiskey they are sponsor unofficially sponsoring tonight's podcast along with at michelob ultra <laughs> What a combination. And <laughs> boy, that you want to tell the folks where to find you. I mean, sure. if they listen to us, they listen to you. But go on. Sure. You can follow me at Darth Voida. You can follow my podcast at Suns Jam. You can follow my podcasting partner, Matthew Lissy, at Matthew Lissy. And of course, you can follow the Los Angeles Dodgers at Dodgers. Oh, that God, was, I cool. might have Dude, to. That I, was, might, I might actually edit that out. I might take the time to edit that out. I, I, yeah. I was about to give a shout out to, to, to Matthew Lissy because he's a cool dude. But you know what, Matthew Lissy? You don't get a shout out and you can blame your co host, John, <laughs> for being a dick. And, and you it's can follow fault. his favorite baseball team at Yankees. What the fuck? <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> you want to talk about his favorite football team while we're at it? No, 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 no. no, no. <laughs> Cowboys, uh, that's where you can follow them. It's a smorgasbord of everything everybody hates. I'm a Notre Dame dude, fighting Irish dude, football fan. Dude, everybody hates dude. them too. Hey, I'm about to go. I'm about to do Smith on you guys. Fuck, Duke. I will. What did I, I do? I'm just sitting here. If I like Duke, I would happily be Chris Rock in that situation. But fuck, Duke. Let's go North who Carolina the fuck this likes weekend. Duke, dude. Like people who went to Duke. 
And I bet done. Scott Foster is a big Duke fan. Duke, without a doubt. I can guarantee Facts. you that. We don't have any Duke guys on our team, right? No. no. We don't. Thank God. It's like Grant Hill is the probably best Phoenix Sun to ever go to Duke. I can't no, think I'm of... talking about current. Yeah, like no. Right now. Yeah, no, no. I think we're good. But anyway, um, yeah, go North Carolina because Puff Johnson's on there. And like anybody whose family members with Cam Johnson, his family members with me. There so. you go. How did Fucking how did a. he end up with the name Puff and Cam didn't get like a frisky name like that frisky? I don't know. <laughs> Seems like the right fit. Doesn't that seem like a frisky name? Puff? That sounds like something Zach Lowe would say, and I don't want to like partner you with him right now or like mention you guys in the same light because you know how I feel about Zach Lowe. But anyway, he says frisky a lot, so I'll allow it. Quick question on the final four though. Are we all rooting for a North Carolina versus Villanova championship game so we can have oh, Mikhail yeah. Bridges and Cam Johnson oh, do another 2.0? Hell yeah. Dude. And Hell not yeah. just for that, but also because like I, I don't like Duke. And also we've established like, I, that. Not I a huge like Kansas fan either, right? Like I Yeah, like yeah, because like we they, they gave us Josh Jackson and Mark Marky Morris. Yeah, the Morris twins. Yeah, no the one Morris twins and we've had no good Jayhawks. No. On our team, right? But all, the history, also, like, Dan, D Manning. Oh, Danny Manning. Yeah, okay, yeah, but then like he got hurt, and then like Rex. Uh, nope, Kentucky. Fucked this over. Kentucky. Nope, Kentucky. But different, uh, different blue team. Villanova. So, you know, I'm just yeah. Can I say one thing that that I, I love about Kansas though is is the fact that literally within days if not maybe even hours of the ncaa announcing a bunch of impending penalties they gave bill self a lifetime contract Jeez. what a fucking power move yeah <laughs> i love that i loved it anyway should we talk about the suns though instead of whatever we've yeah. been talking about so far i mean we talked about a lot of different sports so far we've gotten to basketball just at a different level how about we talk pro basketball how about we talk pro basketball in the United States of America? How about we talk National Basketball Association basketball? How about we talk Phoenix Suns basketball, boys? Well, I, if they play the Raptors, though, it's you kind of ah, son of a wall. bitch! <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> <laughs> Didn't Kelly Oubre go to Kansas? Oh uh, yeah, he did. He did did he? He did. he did. Yeah, he did. Don't get me started. You, you, you tried to reel us in. Justin, we're going back, totally we're going back to that. Okay, that's okay. Yeah, going no, through. Let's let's not because you'll. I don't want to give my thoughts on Kelly Oubre and people and how people need to get the fuck over the fact that he's not on our team Look, anymore. He came you know up what, with the, only, the idea of the Valley Jersey, Dan. The only the that. only people who still care about Kelly Oubre is if you go to a Suns Facebook, and that's the one place. That's like the armpit they of really Suns fandom, and they still, they, they love Kelly Oubre on Suns Facebook. If you go to Suns Nation and Phoenix Suns Nation, uh, you know, great groups, uh, every now and then they'll have a good post. They got some good followers in there, but if you look at some of the posts, it's the most asinine shit you've ever seen. Right? I love and how, I love I love how you totally forced that compliment. You're like, I tr- yeah. great, 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 great group, great groups. Sometimes great there's good there. stuff on there. Sometimes, no, but like it's what's crazy. <laughs> Every is- now and then, it's tolerable. Although, you know what? You can if you want to find a good group on Facebook, Aussie Suns fans, if they'll let you in. I think they only let some non Aussies in, <clears throat> but maybe not. They probably let anybody in. I don't know. Hey, I'm supposed to be on their pod on Friday. Nice, cool. I'm excited for that. So, can we talk about the Suns now? Yeah, sure. What do you want to talk about? 
Fuck I man. feel like they're they're doing pretty well. Yeah, yeah. What are they sitting at? Sixty-one and fourteen. Am I right? Is that right? That is, Am I right? That is correct. That is correct. Uh, an eight-game win streak. Is that right? Is that right? That's also correct. And can hold I, on, I, hold I, on. Wait, 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 wait. Hold ooh. on. Sorry, jeez. Wait, I didn't sorry. barely got started. Sorry. Okay. But do they have any quality losses? <laughs> are we back to the NCAA thing? thing now? No, this is a Suns thing, man. That's what quadrant? Thing. What quadrant are they in? They haven't lost in so long. I don't remember any quality yeah. losses because yeah. I can't remember you, you last know time they lost. To the Raptors, is that last time they lost? You guys remember, like, at the beginning of the season where, like, Joel Embiid was getting credit for quality losses? Like, they lost to this team, but he played well. (laughs) Well, the fucking Suns have lost 14 times all fucking season. And people still don't, I don't know, respect them? Oh, we'll get there. kind of seems like an issue. We'll get there, Daniel. We'll get there. Sorry. But let's 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 talk about all the all the beautiful things around the Suns um, right now before we go dark. Can't we? Okay. Shan't we? Sure. Shall okay. we? Shan't. Ooh. Can we? Can we? Shan't. As as the kids say, can we give the Suns some flowers, if you will? The kids don't say that. That's fucking weird. I don't know where that's. That, I feel like that that phrase caught on like a lot recently, and I'm not sure where it came from. I mean, I don't mind it. I don't mind it. I'm just saying, just an observation, if anything. But I agree. it is what it can is. Can I say, I feel like this last, like the last three game stretch, the was at the Wolves, the Sixers, and the Nuggets, right? Yeah. Three of like the most enjoyable games of the of the year. Just from the different performances that we we saw throughout each one of them. I mean, we've got, let's see, what do we have here? Aiton, 35 points against the Wolves, right? And that was the game that Book had his 11,000, 11,000, thousand, thousand point. Roads. Which came, which came, which came, I Limit, speed limit, Roads. Hey, Justin, what fucking movie is that from, huh? Have you ever seen that one? Yeah. Oh, burnt. One of those it is. Wait, you, oh, dude. Wow, I thought I thought I knew you better. This might be my crowning achievement. What, what Tom, is it? Was it Tommy no. Boy? Nope. No, it's not. It's black sheep. Nope. Black That's sheep. Correct. Hey, and go. so that's the, what I was trying to record. Of those two, since, it was. Since this is hopefully going to be put out on the airwaves, um, I want everyone to please acknowledge that I fucking stumped Justin on a movie quote. I guess. Because they always give me shit about the movies that I don't like because they're ass. Well, so, and not just that, Daniel. You did it on a 90s movie, which is in his wheelhouse of movies that he should know. Oh, it's not like you just quoted that. something that came out. It's not like you quoted something from Coda, the movie that won movie of the year that nobody fucking saw, just like the Oscars that nobody fucking saw. Yeah, everybody's talking about right now. You stumped <laughs> him on a black sheep one. Like, that's, Dude, that's quality. True. That's a quality win right there. It's a quality win because I thought he would have gotten me. Because, oh like, yeah, you know, he's, he's always quoting he's crazy shit. Yeah. Also, also, loves also, funny look, shit. I narrowed down between two. I got the wrong one. I should have gotten it right, absolutely. But as I approach the the young age of forty, I'm not going to let that worry me. Okay, Daniel, I appreciate the challenge, though. I do, I do. Hashtag. Hey. Onset Alzheimer's. Jesus, this guy couldn't remember that one. That was an easy one. We were quoting yeah. on the playgrounds growing up. What are yeah, we talking dude. about? Come, hey, hold on. Limit. It's okay. 
It's okay, teacher from Spider-Man Far From Home. Uh, don't you mean Dave Grohl slash Jesus? No. <laughs> um, no. Teacher from Spider-Man Far From Home. And so how about we talk about book then, book then dropping 49 on the Nuggets on the second night of a back-to-back, right? Let's talk so, about so, that. So, so let me say this, Justin. Here's, here's what I'll say about the last week of Suns basketball. Those two wins back-to-back were two of the most satisfying wins that I can remember in the past 20 years of Phoenix Suns basketball. Simply because, and this is regular season only, I'm not talking about the playoffs because that has a, a heightened level of intensity and there's just relief almost when the game's over. But it was the way that the opposition was talking shit. You had uh, Pat Bev 2.0, Carl Anthony Towns, clapping his hands in the face of, you know, you know, and, and just acting like a jackass. And then the next night they're playing against, uh, who who'd they beat in the second game? Nuggets. The Nuggets. Uh, it was Bones Highland. Bones Highland was talking all kinds of junk in the first half too, you know, because he got hot. And you know, don't get me wrong. Like, it's okay to be emotional and to uh, enjoy what you're doing on the court. That's what makes basketball fun. But at the same time, yeah. when you do that against a team like the Phoenix Suns, which are all business, to see them unbelievably dismantle both of those teams in the fourth quarter, and then on Philly uh, or on Sunday when they played Philly, do the same thing in that fourth quarter. It accentuates the point that this team is so goddamn laser focused and it's so fun to watch because as we're all sitting there watching these games, gone are those feelings that we used to have of, oh man, how are we going to blow this one? You know, or, oh man, this might, you know, the the only game I can remember is that Toronto Raptors game where we didn't execute in the, in the last five minutes. And we're like, this is a foreign feeling. Whereas Mm -hmm. these games you're, you're like, okay, yeah, yeah. Keep, keep poking the bear. We're down 14. Okay. You're a big man right now, cat. And then they pan to cat at the end of the game and he just looks lost. And it's like the, the, the Suns tear the opposition's heart out and to be, a fan of a team that does that and does what they do in crunch time and, and with all the metrics and everything that they're doing, like, I don't know how to react because like, this is like a 2k get video game, what they're doing where you just go out there and you just beat the shit out of the, you're, you're playing the game on like hall of fame. And then the fourth quarter comes and you're like, and you're down like 20 and you're like, you know what? I'm just going to put this shit on rookie real quick. And, end right. the game. <laughs> and like, that's what they do. You know, that's what we Dude, get to witness every fucking game. It, it's crazy, man. And sorry, Justin, for jumping ahead of you here. But it's, uh, I always think of it as like, you're almost waiting for that other shoe to drop, right? I, yes. I, I'm that guy. I'm that guy. And Justin can attest to this. <laughs> um, three, we're Suns fans. Ago, we're all that guy. <laughs> when we met, I believe we were at a game together. And the Suns were up 13 going to the fourth. <laughs> yeah. And I literally was like, holy shit, they're going to fucking lose. And they lost. They lost oh. because that's that's what it was. And to have what we have now, and I have, it, it's it almost bothers me to admit this, you know, on on recorded tape, I guess, because it's a podcast. But I'm not bothered by that shit anymore, man. And I'm and I'm waiting for the other shoe to drop, and it's not going to, and it hasn't for almost two years now. Um, you know, minus the heartbreak of the finals last season, and. The thing is, is everybody wants to fucking, you know, say that the Suns are this, the Suns are that, the Suns, you know. We ain't going to fucking lose, guys. We're not going to lose. It feels weird, and it feels so weird. And, like, and, and I don't know how to deal with it. <laughs> and I almost, I almost want to tell Justin to cut this out, because... 
Yeah, you don't want to speak. Yeah, you don't want to speak it into existence. Can can I can I can I play devil's advocate or maybe just the devil here and say what that other shoe is? Of course you can, teacher from from far from home, and also uh, freaks and geeks. Homecoming and homecoming, and also Silicon uh, Valley. No, no, still no, more also still more famous than you guys. Also knocked up. No, I'm sorry, my friend John Voida here is up for coach of the year this year. If you, he's coached the Memphis Grizzlies too. <laughs> The second place. <laughs> Your point, Justin. Uh, Scott Foster. I'm terrified. That that terrifies me of him being really? in the playoffs. It does. Well, well there's smoke, there's thir- fire, man, and, and it's, it's, it's one and thirteen now. Yeah. Uh, see, I agree with that, but my thing is, la- last season. Okay, the value. It, we got lucky, right? Because, first of all, Chris Paul didn't play, and there was no way he could get away with any fuckery on that night. He sure tried. <laughs> right? Um, when, when was the other game that was really – that was it was game six, right? The finals, yeah, the clinching game. Mm-hmm. He was the referee. And, I mean, that game was a blur for me because I had so many emotions running through my body after game five, and I just couldn't bring myself to be rational that game. So – I didn't really look at that, but here's how you can, know, I, can I stop. Can I, can I, can I step here's, back though now and stop playing devil slash devil's advocate yeah, please, and say, please, because, it doesn't fucking honestly, matter. It doesn't matter because okay. this team is that good. This team is that good, dude. Like well, you didn't, you didn't have to, you didn't have to worry me like that. Though. Sorry. Did I put yeah, you, well, that's like, I was about to say the universe is all backwards because typically here, you know, Dan and I will be like, dude, the foot, the other foot's getting ready to drop. Like we're Phoenix Suns fans. The, the, the foot's going to drop. And then you got Justin normally over there. Like we're going to go eight. No, in the bubble, you know, like super <laughs> optimistic, <laughs> you know, shit like, that. you know, one seed. That was your name on Twitter all last dude, year was one. I can't you know, believe like, how close that was. I know. I finally right? changed like, year, dude. Feels good. <laughs> so when you, so when we're sitting here and we're saying all these positive things and how it's weird, cause you feel like you don't, you're not going to lose. And don't get me wrong. Suns fans, as you listen to this, the Phoenix Suns have won eight in a row. They're 61 and 14. Of course, we're going to have a sense of confidence about us. Cause it's been a long time since we've lost. I think we've what, lost two games in the month of March and that's over tomorrow uh, or over in two days. So we have two more games left. Uh, and you have Justin on the other side saying, but Scott Foster, it's just, everything's upside down. Now <laughs> we are in the alternate universe. Right. Uh, and it's a great place to live. If, as long as we have quality Phoenix Suns basketball and we feel unbeatable, I want to live in this universe forever. And yeah, if we don't have worry, we're back into the normal universe. And speaking of the one seed name, shout out, shout out to my my man, John Bloom, who last year, that last game, when the Suns still had a shot to clinch the one seed, gave me a little I credit. I remember this. The one seed is my name. It was, uh, it was, it was a shining achievement in my Suns uh, history. So. <laughs> shout out to John Bloom, man. Love Bloom, man. Um, I mean, you're right. What are like, it's. I I have no words. This is a first. Holy shit. How do we fill time? Don't worry. Where's Paul? Where's Paul to finally speak when Dan is done? (laughs) Actually, I'm lying. I got to take a piss, though. That's no, the Buffalo that. Trace. That's that's uh, that. This piss break has been sponsored by Buffalo Trace. The more you drink, the at, more you piss. No, no, no. At Buffalo Trace, Kentucky bourbon. 
So so while he I goes guess, and takes a I whack, dropping in the uh, dropping in the, uh, the the commercial break in this episode. Okay, perfect. <laughs> Lovely. Thanks for that. <laughs> Go on, Mr. Voida. You were going so, to say. Well, I was going to say. You know what? While Dan's off taking a piss, what other words do you utilize for piss? Like I like to say waz. That's kind of like my go-to. Like oh, I got to go take a waz. Urinate. P. P. Yeah, you can tell you got kids. When yeah. kids, it's like P or a P. Potty. Just potty in general. Potty. Yeah. I think Waz is the winner for me. I'm trying to think of other synonyms for <laughs> urination. You know, we don't have to wait for him to come back. Just All right. What do you want to talk about? <laughs> God, I hope so. Well, what, what, what else do you want to talk about? I mean, the Phoenix Suns are kicking ass and taking names. We are a far cry from the podcast of your when it would be us sitting here. And by us, I mean, typically you and Paul, uh, just trying to be as optimistic as possible about a roster that isn't constructed right, isn't led right, isn't playing right. Now we're on the other side of hard. Everything Monty Williams talks about being on the other side of hard. Well, here we are. And this is kind of a good one-on-one, I guess, for Suns fans. How, how should we act? You know, I mean, how should Suns fans act? Do you feel like Suns fans have been dicks with no. success? Uh-uh. I, I think the Suns fans are doing exactly what we should be doing, and that is Talk expressing fans. our ex, – of Always. That's just that's, – that's a given. But when we're in this position that we're in now, speaking positively of our team and defending our team when it, when it warrants defending, right – Mm-hmm. When when Devin Booker is getting disrespected because he's not even in you know the top five discussion and all these quote unquote power rankings for MVP right when you know we're, we we still have Shaq out there saying that the uh, Lakers are going to beat the Suns in the first round we have things like that then this, the the fans are going to do what the fans are going to do and that's react with vitriol and that's what we should be doing so I I think Suns fans are acting beautifully like we always do like perfect ladies and gentlemen yeah <laughs> i've been to son's twitter i'll tell you i'll tell you what one of my favorite things to do right now i mean is... I, i'm talking about two others when we're talking about one another then that's all bets are off that's that's where that's where the gloves come off that's that's what i've that's what i've seen dan that's, you have you seen that's that where, dan? that's that's where we go to patreon <laughs> I'm joking. Obviously. Wait, what are we doing on Patreon? Nothing, don't you mean, but, uh, don't, you mean don't you mean only fans? Only only sons. But only uh, sons fans. Listen. Cool. Obviously, you guys Trademark. know what I'm talking about. I, I lost a Twitter handle because I said some inappropriate shit, and then people were like, "Get them, cancel them," and I had to, you know, start new. So yes, I know. <laughs> well aware, my friend. But again, you know, right now is the time that's it, it's interesting because we are a a new, if you will, fan base in the national eye on Twitter, yeah. right? You know, last yeah, last sure. season's one thing. You know, I mean, last season the NBA Finals, a lot of the Phoenix Suns fans, ourselves included, were not used to that success, and it was so uh, rapid. It was such a rapid turnaround from the previous, you know. Ever since Twitter was invented, pretty much the Suns have sucked. You know? <laughs> oh my God, then, that's a good and, point. You know, that's, it's serious. You know, it's so, fucked up to think, but it's true, man. It's it's it true. Really so last year was our first kind of taste of it, and last year we were playing a lot of defenses, Suns fans, because we were trying to justify our team 
to the rest of the NBA because no one was giving us credit in the playoffs during the regular season. You know, it's COVID it's injuries, yada, yada this year. We're allowed to be a lot more offensive and I don't mean offensive by, you know, like saying the, the F word I'm saying like we're on the Sorry. offense when we go through our tweets because we have a team now that is so far above every other team in the NBA that, I mean, it, it, we, we have, and you couple the fact that we were in the NBA finals last year. It's like, Hey, motherfuckers, this isn't a fluke. And I got to say like one of the best things about sun's Twitter is when you see anything tweeted and then somebody goes in and I'm saying not sun's related the way that our sun's Twitter army attacks, whatever it is. If Donovan Mitchell has like a 45 point night, you go and you, you, you click on the tweet. That's like the final score of the jazz game, you know, like one Oh nine to one Oh six. And Donovan Mitchell had 40 points and you go in there and it's just like sun's fans are in there just putting you know, gifts of Devin Booker, you know, it's like <laughs> shit like that, the shit that we've experienced for the longest time, right? Like yeah. throughout the history of Twitter, if the Suns Dude. would beat the Warriors or lose to the Warriors, the Warriors fans would come and swarm our threads and we're now doing it. And it's, it's yeah. interesting because we actually can back it up based off of the play that this team has provided us. And again, it's just, it, it's a nice place to, it's a nice space to operate in. Yeah, no, I, I completely agree, man. And like, it's funny you bring up like the Warriors. Cause like I've, to the Warriors for so long and it's like just like it, it's almost and I've told these guys I've run out of words for Devin Booker like I have no more words for that kid man he's unbelievable like he rises up to every occasion he does it he talks shit like yes. hey Carl Anthony Towns cat you want to fucking I won't there's some stuff I want to say about cat but it's it's kind of mean so i'm gonna leave it out but let, let let devin booker say it that's the thing though devin booker and, and, and he'll say it yeah and devin booker told you and d'angelo russell i don't have friends yes right? i don't have friends i will dunk all over you fuckers but carl anthony towns had thought he had arrived but he he hasn't he just has not arrived man and the thing about this Suns team is they're just like you just they're they're gonna fuck everyone up, dude. And like I don't. Well, they have that, and Devin Booker especially has that Jordan esque element that's so hard to recreate. The Kobe esque killer mentality, mm-hmm. you know. And he said it. He doesn't want to be compared to to Kobe Bryant, what have you. But you know what? Actions speak louder than words, and that's what he's been doing. Is his actions, especially over this last fifteen game span, has has put in, you know brought nothing but confidence to us as Suns fans. And to your point, Dan. Like there's no words left to say. Just watch. Just sit back and watch. Open up some, you know, a bag of popcorn, and just enjoy the show. Because Devin Booker puts it on every night. He's talking shit to the fans. He's talking shit to the refs. He's talking shit to the <laughs> opposition. And then he's executing on top of that. You know, obviously there's a big playoff run that lies ahead of us, and we saw it last year. And if he can echo it again this year, it fortifies his his place in the echelon of NBA players. But tell me, this guy's in the first NBA, uh, first team All NBA. Tell me. I don't care about the MVP shit. He ain't gonna win the MVP. No, he's not. He's, he's not. not. That, that, I wanted to. Decide, yeah, that was decided two months ago, though. Yes, exactly. That's how, that's how it works. Uh, all NBA, though, like who's better than him at guard? There isn't. He's number one. There's he's number no one. Mm-hmm. There should yeah. be no. And and this is what pissed me off so much about Zach Lowe's comments like a couple weeks ago. Not even a couple weeks ago, a week ago. He was like, oh, like he was debating whether Devin Booker even belonged on the third all NBA Ugh. team. And that pisses me off. And I, I've said it. Zach Lowe, for me, he's been a cornball for a while. Like, ever since <laughs> last season when he was like, 
He's like, oh, Mikel Bridges. When I watch him, he looks amazing. But then I look at his advanced stats, and they don't, mm-hmm. they don't align. So I'm like, no, dude, I'm out. I'm out on you. And now, unfortunately, Kevin O'Connor is the next one that's gonna be that guy. But anyway, I don't which is go unfortunate there. too, because he's been a supporter of yes, ours so, for dude, so that, long. That's what sucks. That, yeah. that's what sucks. That's what sucks. Well, and it's the same thing with like Perk recently. You know, Kendrick oh, Perkins yeah. been another guy yeah. who's been a huge Suns fan, and now that the Suns have some sort of success, you only yes, you almost dude. see that both of these guys who have been Suns supporters for so long, now that it's cool to be a Suns fan, or it's it's the narrative that's actually uh, ex- nationally accepted. Because you know, for everybody who thinks that no one's talking about the Suns, guess what? They are now. Over the past week, based on sure. the efforts of Devin yeah. Booker and their performance on the court, people are talking about it. And now you have people. Now's the backlash. Now you have the guys who were in our corner there and, and the guys who weren't in our corner, Bill Simmons and Ryan Rosillo, they're sitting there making the case. Like they're, they're like, we wish we could have Giannis, uh, Jokic and Embiid all on the first team, but the guard is still Devin Booker, you know, oh, and they yeah. talk about every week on their pod or Bill does with Ryan, whenever they do the Monday morning pod. And they always, they talk about the all NBA teams every week. They started a couple weeks ago and they will continue that for the duration of the season. And Booker solidified his style, his, and they're saying, CP3 should be on the third team because you start looking at the way the total number of games and what have you. And I completely support that. But I think the debate is over on whether or not Devin Booker is an all NBA player. Now I'm going to repeat that. Devin Booker is a first team all NBA player. This uh, is I'll, awesome guys. <laughs> I'll, I'll, do, I'll do you one better. He's first team all NBA and then first and first team defensive all NBA as well. Yeah, see, I, I was making the case that he should be on the all-defensive team on mm-hmm. one or the first or second team. So here, here's what I'll say, because everybody wants to go to statistics and all these Andrew Bailey fuckers yeah, yeah. on Twitter yeah. that love to be like, oh, your PER. And then when I call them out, i be like, well, I guess points per game doesn't fucking count. Fuck you. <laughs> yeah. you, knew exa- <laughs> you knew exactly what I was fucking saying, so go fuck yourself. Well, I guess. But I'll say this. <laughs> Dude, that's exactly what he said. Points per game. I guess that doesn't count. Fuck you, dude. <laughs> Look, man. It, it, it. But I'm with you, though. No, you're absolutely correct. It's People, what they do is they search, for, they search for those specified deep down 17 layers into the cake statistics to, to, to negate the performance that you see night to night from Devin Booker. It's Just watch a game. Just watch a game. Yeah, and, and CP3 said it the other night on the broadcast, right? They asked him straight up, why, like, tell us. And he's like, dude, watch the game. Watch the, if players are telling you to watch the game, Zach Lowe, watch the game, dude. It, it's, it's not that hard. Just watch. And, and, and if you appreciate basketball, you can't help but love watching Devin Booker operate. I mean, he's, he's, he's surgical with everything he does on the court, the way he gets to his spot. And... The confidence that now obviously he has in his shot, but it, it, the confidence I feel as a fan watching the game whenever he takes a shot, period, at this point. I mean, it's always been there with his mid-range shot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the three is always somewhere like, ah, we, we know it's there. We, he, he's a little streaked. But now, I, dude, when he when he pulls up and takes threes, I, I, I feel like it almost feels like Nash back in the day. I felt like every three Nash ever took was going in. I'm getting to that point with Devin Booker. And, and I mean, I never thought that I could think – any more highly of him as a player, but I'm like, Oh, here we go. Found something, found something. And yeah, I, you're right. There's, there's, there's really no way you can describe that guy. You guys are absolutely right. He's everything about him is business-like, but then at the same time, there's just some, 
an, an aura about him, right? The way he does everything. There's just the way he carries himself that I, I don't know, just, I, I think really gives him that, 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 you know, that, yeah. that Jordan-esque, that Kobe-esque, just, uh, you know, uh, feel about him. I, and um, I say a certain amount of badassness, dude. Yeah. Just a fucking badass, dude. Well, and I, I, it's funny because I was looking, I had tweeted something like a few, like three years ago, uh, something to the effect of like, Someday Devin Booker is going to be that 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 player that every other team's fan absolutely despises, and it's going to be beautiful. And, <laughs> and like here we are, here we are, man, here we are. Everything, it, everything about that guy. It's happening as you speak. And you know, when you look at the all defensive team conversation, you know, you look at kind of what some of the national pundits are pulling are putting out there. And I'll put I'll call out one. Uh, it's from BasketballNews.com. And essentially what they have is they have the first team guards being Marcus Smart and Mikhail Bridges. And they do front court to Bam Adebayo, Giannis, and then the uh, center being Rudy Gobert. If you're going to classify Mikhail Bridges as a guard, I mean, you could, I would still say Devin Booker and Mikhail Bridges, but Marcus Smart is probably going to be a first teamer. Mikhail Bridges needs to be where Bam Adebayo is. That guy's missed 25 games this season. You know, that's a third of the season. You can't put him on an all defensive first team, right? And he's, 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 never mind. I'm, I was going to say something no, you, good, but he's <laughs> not, dude. Well, in the game, you got to realize the two games that we've seen him, he's looked like garbage because DA yeah. owned his ass. But that's the East Coast bias definitely coming in. That's one of that's their analytically yeah. driven players. But I really think that it should be Marcus Smart, Devin Booker. Mikhail Bridges, Giannis, and I don't want to say Rudy just because I'm so sick of fucking Rudy and the advanced statistics. Oh, who gives a shit about that? Give it to Triple J or something. Make him. A I was center. gonna say. I, I was gonna say. You know what? I'm, he's not better than Da, but give it to Triple J. Cause... Yeah, reward him for the the defense he's played on a team that is the Memphis Grizzlies are the Phoenix Suns from last year, the team that nobody yeah. really saw coming. Yeah. The only you know they made the playoffs last year if I remember correctly. They made the play in game. Last year, if I remember mm-hmm. correctly, no, they, mm-hmm. they made the playoffs. They lost to the Jazz in the first. Okay, round. okay, mm-hmm. there yeah. you go. So they, they beat were the st- Warriors because the Warriors like that's right. We're supposed, yeah, they beat the Warriors. For yeah, the that's AC. right. You know, and, and all the Warriors fans. But if we had Clay, you know, it's every. You know, but if we had, but if we had, but if we had, if Jamal Murray was there, the the best thing about doing post game podcasts is whenever we play the Warriors, all the Warriors fans show up in our chat and start trolling, that's and it's the awesome. funniest dude, thing, dude. It's yeah. the that's funniest the best thing. thing, dude. I know. I have a good time with right, it. Man. That's awesome. Well, it, it means you're doing something right. Exactly. And again, you, I can pull up the comments and just be like, yeah, so this is how you're spending your Wednesday night is after a loss. <laughs> going to the Suns Jam Session podcast to let Suns fans know how you feel. Like, yeah, you know, get here, pens, let's go, buddy. Let's go fuck up that's, their night. That's yeah, next. Exactly. That's next level sad. That really is. And that's Warriors fans, man. Warriors fans are like Seahawks fans. They're new money, right? Like they just they don't know how to act, you know, at the dinner table. You know, it's the twelfth man, and everyone uh, for the Seahawks they wave that big number twelve around. It's like, yeah, okay, thanks for telling us what year you became a fan, right? Yeah. It's the same or, thing with the or, Warriors. Or like. They think that there's a number 12 on the team and they have no yeah, idea. Yeah, exactly. They're like, yeah, is, is that Russell Wilson's number? Like, nope, and not anymore. <laughs> so, hey, let me let me ask you guys this question with 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 respect to book and all defense. Do you, do you think he's do you actually think he's going to make one of those teams this year? Uh, I think he'll make NBA, a second team. All NBA, absolutely. I think he's going to be first. All defense. All, all, defense, all defense. Second team, I think that that's gonna happen oh oh i'm, I'm talking about all nba all right team. 
Okay, Paul, answering different questions. Well, and and here's why. If you look at again, that, that <laughs> article, the article that I I referenced earlier, they have Drew Holiday as the second team guard, as well as Derek White for the Celtics. What? And like, the, you know what I'm saying? So if if you're reaching that far, if you're saying that Marcus Smart makes We're a just first team guys now, and Derek White makes a second team. Simply because the Boston Celtics have played as, but the, I mean, kudos to the Boston Celtics. Their past twenty yeah, games have been fantastic. Sure. Unfortunately for them, they Robert Williams is injured with a torn meniscus. That's going to be something that if they propel into the playoffs, we might. I mean, that's the same injury that Kelly Oubre had. He'd even play in the bubble. So, if you're telling well, me that, yeah, well, <laughs> yeah, eight no without Kelly, you know, that that, that kind of sealed his fate. Sorry, sons, uh, Facebook. Remember, always remember that. <laughs> Uh, but again, you know, if, if Marcus Smart and, and Derek White are getting all that love, it's like, let's really give the love where it needs to be. And it needs to be, it needs to recognize. And, and I, I, I said something the other day, I think I wrote something for Brightside where I literally was mentioning that. I'm like, De- Devin Booker's defense needs to be rewarded because mm-hmm. he's playing it. And as you were mentioning, Justin, the way that he's engaged on both ends of the court, to anybody who watches the games, you're going to see it. So watch the fucking games, national media. NBA voters don't sit there and pull up your spreadsheet and like, well, you know, the PER and the WAR and you know, the, the per 48, like that, that, that doesn't tell you the whole story. Numbers are a, a, a for anyone who works, you know, in the financial world, numbers yeah. tell a story. Yes. But you still have Absolutely. to, you, but you still have to watch the performance of your business to understand how it operates. Right. You can't yeah. sit in the back with a spreadsheet and be like, well, I'm going to make all my decisions based off this spreadsheet. It's not how the world works. So use it as a tool, but watch the fucking games. I, I think that I think the problem that book's going to face when it comes to that is really exactly what well it at least falls in line with what you're talking about and that's that's a stigma that that he doesn't play defense I think it's something he's gonna have to shake kind of like the right wrong or indifferent I shouldn't say right wrong or indifferent uh stigma of the you know he, he he's a, a scores a lot of points on a bad team empty stats guy he obviously has shaken that I think this this whole you know he only plays offense thing is is something he's going to have to shake too. And again, whether that's right, wrong, or indifferent, it's the reality of the situation. But again, because of exactly what you're talking about, these people that make these quote unquote decisions or vote on these things are are people that aren't you know as as engaged or as 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 keen to the the the, the in game performances as much as they are looking at what they see on pieces of paper. Yeah, I mean, my dog is snoring so loudly over here. It's like distracting. Can you guys hear that? No. I I mean, I kind of heard it, but I thought okay. Well, I thought you good. farted. Anyway, hey, should we talk about Devin Booker a little more? Dude, let's fucking talk. Okay, first of all, I I've been wanting to say this on our podcast for like the last I don't know, six or eight weeks. Um, can we talk about how much the Suns players win, not just on the court but off the court? Mm-hmm. Can we talk about extrapolate, please? Devin Booker, dating Miss Kendall Jenner, beautiful. Well, the best of the Kardashian Jenner, I would say, the most level-headed. I completely lost like all all audio in my ears there for the past like fifteen seconds, so I have no idea what you guys have been saying. I don't know if you heard me at all. Yeah, winning. Not just that. Okay, Uh, DeAndre Ayton's fiance slash girlfriend. Oh, I see what subject we're on now. Okay, go on. Child. 
Landry Shamit. His girlfriend. <laughs> right. Dude. Dude. Abdel Nader's. Yeah, I know he's no longer with the sun, but his girlfriend, Haley Grice, absolutely beautiful. And the reason I say that is because could you imagine if, like, the Suns win the title this year because it's probably going to happen, and they just are, like, winning off the court, too? Because they're just amazing. Well, why, what, Remember, what, why do you think they're so happy on the court? This is Because saying, off dude. the court, life is good. That's the point my, my podcasting partner, Matthew Lissy, makes all the time. Every, anytime Devin Booker has a great game, it's like, yeah, you know, we probably called Kendall and, you know, she, she FaceTimed him before that, that's, the gamer. That's, and, that, that's, you know. that's, that's why I love, I love Lissy. I feel like me and him need to do a podcast together and be like, look, 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 oh. look at the off. Yes. It sounds like gold to me. It's amazing, dude. Just saying. Facts. So can we talk about Devin, Devin Booker from a different perspective? Let's do this, dude. Because he just got named, what? what is it? Player of the Western Week? Western Conference Player of the Week. Again. Again, for how many times does it make it this year, boys? Do you guys know? Six. Yeah, I think it's six overall and third time this year. Is that correct? Correct three last and year, correct. Three this year. Yeah. Don't test us. Yeah. You know. Do you, oh, 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 oh. Maybe oh, I should. Oh, didn't he say before the pod, before we started recording, that he's got like trivia and shit for us? Do you know? Do you know, gentlemen? Fuck you guys. It's it's a whole thing now. Do you who know? has who has the most player of the week awards in Suns history? Total, like combined, all years. Nash? Sean it Marion. Is Nash. It is not Sean Marion. Do you know how many it is? Thirteen. It is oh, not that thirteen. Would, that would be great considering his that would be poetic. Um, I'll say like eight. No seven. Seven, okay. Yes. Wow. Although I will say, Daniel, you were close with Sean Marion because he is tied with Book at six. Isn't that crazy? And who else is tied with Book and Marion at six? Walter Davis. No. <laughs> Paul Westfall. No. Uh, Amari. Yes. Yeah, that's how great and long. I love that how team you guys was. went to. You guys went way deep before you went, we went to, to the, the end of the spectrum. Yes. <laughs> yeah, it was like. Let's hit all the retired numbers, like, or Ring of Honor numbers, which is where yeah, Sean no, Marion should be. My apologies, uh, yeah. I mis I mistyped that one, Daniel. <laughs> what happened? Oh, well, what happened? It's a Twitter thing. <laughs> I figured as much, but I, I still. I pretty much I, I put a tweet out there and I said that I the Boyd. Phoenix Suns not retiring. Wrong word. Not retiring Sean Marion's number is like not retiring is like the Cowboys not retiring Emmett Smith. Because he was the bulldog, right? You know, he was part of the trio, and he's the one who did all the dirty work. And you know, and Dan's response was something along the lines like, "Like he should be in the Ring of Honor, but retired. Come on." I'm like, "Oh yeah, okay, it's not Ring of Honor, it's retired." But I'm like, "I'm not going to respond. He knows that I know that he knows, and that's all that matters. And that's the symbiotic relationship we have. Every time the Dodgers win, he knows that I know that he knows." <laughs> hold on, hold on. Now I know what you're talking about, and I, I feel like maybe we need to we need to flesh something out here. So I think Dan, Dan, is that what you meant by your response to him? I, I feel like maybe there was, was a conversation right? that. Yeah, because like it's yeah. like I told you guys because everybody's oh Sean Marion should be like retired. No, dude, he should not be retired. He should be in the Ring of Honored. 
the Ring, Ring of, of Honor? Honor? Yes. yes. Retired? 100%. No. no, but that's what I'm saying is that, Dan, uh, your, your understanding is that they're two different things. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. A retired number and the Ring of Honor. Yeah. Should he be in the Ring of Honor? Absolutely, yes. He should not have but, his number retired. There's no numbers retired for the Suns right now. Right. So the Suns you know stopped the, retiring numbers at one point in time. You know who the first one's going to be? Devin Booker. Devin Booker. Because <laughs> he's going to bring a championship to the fucking valley, bitch. He'll get the, he'll get the statue. Oh, Justin's head's turning right now. I'm, just, thinking, I'm, just, I'm just thinking about, like, that would be interesting if the Suns went from, you know, they used to retire numbers and then they stopped and went to the Ring no, of but, Honor if they went when, back to retiring numbers again for Devin Booker's number. Okay, no, no, no. But when did they stop retiring numbers? Because I honestly don't know. I want to say it was in the late 90s, early 2000s. Sounds right. Uh, I mean, did, if they actually retired numbers. And but bodies. I think essentially what they did is they said, we're not retiring numbers. We're moving to a ring of honor. So everyone who's right. before them, it, it, your number is kind of, you know, in quotations retired. But if somebody wants to bring it out of retirement, they just reach out to the player as standard operating procedure is. So ring of honor is more of the correct term. That's why I didn't like, fight like, Dan on Twitter on that one because I, I agree with that. I, I'm, I'm more thinking of like, so like the Mavericks like retired Dirk's number not that long ago or like. Yeah, but you mean an actual retirement of a re- number, yeah, not exactly. just right. Like no, yeah, nobody can fucking wear this number ever again kind of thing. Yeah. Do you have any more trivia for us, Justin? No, but now I want to look up and find out when they stopped retiring numbers because I feel like I saw this the other day when we were having this conversation, Dan, and now yeah. I'm not finding it, and it's annoying me. So, uh, well, no, here, but I don't here, have any more trivia. On, but we, I have we a can, fun trivia one. Oh, lovely. So this is about the, about the Miami Heat. <laughs> I don't know why I said it like that. <laughs> oh, lovely. Um, so tell, can you tell me all of the players – all of the players who have their numbers retired in Miami Heat history. I know it's a random thing, but it, I have a, a reason for this. How many? How many are retired? Five. Alonzo Mourning. So one, two, Alonzo three, four, five, six. Six. So Alonzo Mourning's one. Yes. Uh, Dwayne Wade. Dwayne. Yep. No, he isn't retired yet. I think they're retiring it this year, or maybe it's an old article. So yes, I'll just say yes because it should be. <laughs> really hard pressed to think wow. of a. Uh, Good players LeBron, on the LeBron James. No, stop not it. yet, not yet. Stop but there's oh, you got you got Chris Bosch. Chris Bosch is another one. Oh, that's right. Chris Bosch. That's three. Three more. He, Ray Allen? He, no. PJ Brown? No. Good guess. Ah. Tim Hardaway. Tim Hardaway, yeah. Oh yeah. Nice. Harold Miner? <laughs> no. Dude, remember Harold Miner out of SC, man? That guy, like what Baby like, Jordan? Baby Jordan. <laughs> um one more, right? Um, I've got three more. Oh. Because I, I didn't uh, count Wade, and I should have. Shaq. Oh. Shaq. Okay. Duh. And then they have Dan Marino. Oh, sure. Why not? And Michael Jordan. Hey, way to go, Mike. And that's that's the reason I brought this up, because it's the weirdest <laughs> random the fact fuck? I know in sports. That Michael Do you know Jordan's, why? Because he beat the shit out of them for so many years that they retired his number. And their their reasoning is retired for contributions to basketball, but that is just a random thing. Like if you're playing on 2K, his number is retired on on the Miami Heat. That's random wild. ass shit. Brought to you by Fanning the Flames. 
slash Suns Jam Session. <laughs> so here, ready? So while while Phoenix retired numbers early in the franchise's history, recent players inducted into the Ring of Honor have their names and, and numbers displayed at the Suns home reason, but the numbers could be reused in the future. And I think that's from back when they actually had them up in the Ring of Honor, which they no yeah. longer even have. Now it's just a video board, which is lame. Which is so stupid. Yeah. It's so stupid. And and, hey, and hey, here's hey. the thing, like, yes. But it also doesn't matter. We're the monkeys. People say we monkey around. Fuck you, right, We're too Never busy Continue. Carry on, Justin. To put anybody down. down. <laughs> Dan, you're having trouble over there. Okay, so anyway, uh, Ring of Honor, numbers retired, whatever. Uh, Devin Booker, Player of the Week again. God, I love that guy. Love that guy. I've completely lost train of thought of where we were going to go after that. I, I, I've lost it now, boys. Um, Real estate. What do we have coming up here? We got the Warriors coming up tomorrow night, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, no we're staff. Them. Oh man. Uh, imagine if we win this game. We probably shouldn't win because you know they've got injured guys. So if we win, I guess it doesn't really count. Shucks. Yeah, and and you know, we'll probably hear, oh, you only won by that. Bleh. Yeah. Right? Yeah, no matter what. Well, let's 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 ask this question then that kind of stems off of that. Let's talk, let's let's look a little further into the future if you will, at the playoffs. Okay. Playoffs. Let's look at the Western Conference. Let's. Is there a team that you guys look at and you you have concerns about? Or or maybe the better way to phrase that is, if I had a gun to your head and I required you to give me an answer as to what team creates the most potential concern for you, what would that answer be? Are you talking the entire playoffs or like Let's just talk round. Western Conference. F- first round, like. All, all Western Conference, anybody. Okay. Any foe we may encounter. I'll say Memphis. You know, I think that Memphis a reasonable answer. They they play defense. They're a deep team. They're a talented team. They're a hungry team. Uh, Again, I think they're the Phoenix Suns from last year. They're not nearly as good as the Suns are, obviously, in clutch time and a bunch of other those statistics. And I think that we'd have the edge on them. But that's the team that I feel is uh, from a competitive standpoint, the biggest obstacle for Phoenix. I don't see. the Warriors at all. I don't see Dallas. They don't scare me. Utah doesn't scare me. Denver doesn't scare me. Uh, you know, New Orleans, San Antonio, the Clippers, Minnesota, none. And the Clippers, you know, the big thing that everyone's talking about, Paul George is back. Kawhi might be back by the playoffs. I don't give a shit. If if they're back, they're they're shaking rust off. And the Suns are, are going to be coming at them like a freight train. It's not the best environment to necessarily come back into and try to be successful. Uh, I can see them maybe, you know, winning a game or two if we have to play them in the first round. But outside of that, Memphis is my answer. Final answer. What is Memphis? I like that uh, answer. I'm, Daniel? I'm going to go a little bit off the reels a little bit. I'm, I'm going to say Patrick Beverly. Just, I'm not going to say a team. He's dangerous, man. You're right. Dude, if, if the Suns, for some weird reason, go against the Timberwolves, it's not because I think they can beat us. It's because I think this guy's so dirty that like he has the potential to knock someone out, and I don't want that. I want to, you know, have a healthy run through the Western Conference. Uh, call me crazy, right? A fair, a fair run through the Western Conference, in the very okay. least. In the Let very least, Justin, your number one 
you're you're afraid of Scott Foster, aren't you? <laughs> Scott Foster again would have been it? a good. That's a good answer. That's a good answer. <laughs> but that is not my uh, answer. I, I, I'm 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 gonna say I'm gonna say the Clippers. Son of a I'm going to say the Hoga. Clippers because because of those unknowns. And I'm not saying because I'm really that concerned, but I'm just that unconcerned about everybody else. I've seen the Suns play against these teams, and I know what the Suns are capable of, and I don't see any of those other teams beating the Suns in a seven-game series. Do I see the Clippers? No, but I also don't necessarily know what I have in the Clippers, right? Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Oh, yeah, because they haven't been a complete team the entire season. Norman exactly. Powell's potentially coming back from you know his injury. Paul George again came back tonight. Kawhi will see. So they're a team that definitely has the length uh, and the wing depth that could be troublesome for any team. But again, I just think that they're, they haven't played together. They're going to be figuring it out on the fly, whereas we're yeah. so mm-hmm. dialed in and locked in. Yeah. Every possession, we know what to do. And that's just that's the Phoenix Suns way this year is they grind it out to to death at nauseum. It's boring basketball yep. almost uh, the way that they execute because they just every play is just execution. We're those we're, we're those Spurs that Spurs team the 2000 what 15 14 Spurs the team that beat the the uh, the Heat that was that team that moved the ball around beat you with defense and just beat you with execution. So yeah, you might have the talent. You're going to have Paul George, who once upon a time was an all-NBA player. You had Kawhi Leonard, who once upon a time was an all-NBA player and an NBA champion. You had Norman Powell, who once upon a time has always just not been good enough. You know, Rocco, <laughs> all that. So you might have some of the names, but we have the execution and the know-how and, and the chemistry, the organic chemistry on the court that the Clippers, they just haven't had time to develop. And it's the same thing with, like, the Sixers on the other side. Like, the, the, you have these big names in Harden and Embiid, but they're still learning how to play together, and you saw that. You saw yeah, that on yeah. Sunday, you know, it's like, it, it's yeah, going to take time for those guys. Like that's, that's what I always think. Cause we always say, Oh, well maybe Kawhi comes back and Paul George. I'm like, okay, great dude. But like they haven't fucking played all year. And all of a sudden there's going to knock out the sun. Yeah. It's the Clay Thompson it, theory, right? They're going to come uh, back as all NBA oh. versions of themselves. Right. Right. No. It's, it's not the way it works. On, don't get me started on Clay Thompson, dude. Jesus Christ. Um, Yes. <laughs> It's just, it's not going to happen, man. Like, and if it does, the Suns deserve to lose because Jesus Christ, it's because he hasn't played all fucking season and now he's going to knock you out? No, dude. The Suns are not going to let that happen. That's the last thing people should be worried about. The only thing I'm worried about is Justin, after a night, Justin scared me about Scott Foster. (laughs) That was all, that was, dude, that was an alternate universe. That was make-believe. It's okay. Just forget it. No, dude, that's a kukui. You know, the kukui scares the shit out of us, you know? (laughs) I'm sorry. But at the same time. I don't know what that is, but I'm assuming it's a bad thing. I just, I'm just hoping the moment doesn't get too big for us. And. I'll say this because we were all at game two of the finals last season, right? Yes, sir. We had those awesome moments. Mm-hmm. We had those awesome times. I just hope it doesn't get to the point where we're celebrating and then we got no fucking championship afterward because that yeah. sucked yeah. last season. And I hate to bring everybody down, but I just, you know. Well, the one thing that brought us down last year is the same thing that could potentially bring us down this year, and that's injuries. 
that's what hurt yeah. us in the finals. You know, one, you got to give it up to coach bud. He, he played great or he coached great. Yeah. But, but, but Chris Paul being hurt, Devin Booker being hurt, Tory Craig. I remember that, that game. Remember how Tory Craig just got obliterated underneath the basket by Giannis. And it was like a foul on Tory Craig. You know, he wasn't the same in the rest of the series as well. So that's the one thing that that could derail us. And that's every team. But I think the one thing that the Phoenix Suns obviously have in their favor this year that they didn't last year is that depth, man. We've seen it tested time and time again this year. Yeah. What what was it on Sunday? It was like the 35th time that you had D.A., Chris Paul, and Devin Booker all playing a game together. Only right. 35 out of 75. It's just the depth of this team is stupid. So, again, that's the one thing that I'm afraid of is obviously the injuries. But I also know that for the most part, I believe that this team can sustain it uh, because of the, they've they've done it this season. Now, granted, in a seven-game series, everything's cha- everything changes. The intensity levels up. The coaching levels up. Uh, but I'm with you, Dan. I, I want to celebrate, but I don't want to celebrate a Western Conference championship. I want to be getting fucking obliterated downtown uh, after we've won a championship. Yeah, and that's what we were hoping for last season, but it didn't happen. I still had a great time. I don't know about you guys. <laughs> Hell yeah. I had a great time. Uh, hey, hey, to to your point, Voida, you know, when, when CP went down and I, you know, obviously every, we haven't talked about the fact that he's back, but he's obviously yeah. back. Um, <laughs> but when, when he went down and, and we were talking about, you know, who had to step up and, and, and one of the guys that obviously came to that conversation was campaign. You know, I had said, even if CP is out into the playoffs. And even if it's an extended absence, I'm not worried because I think campaign is very capable of being that guy. And we saw him do it while CP was out, right? I mean, he, he put up numbers us, that were quite similar. Yeah. He, he so, showed us there's lights, there's life after CP3. And that's that's huge. Yeah. Yeah. No, ab- ab- absolutely. So, uh, hey, one, one, one thing I want to ask you guys about. So, uh, did you guys see the jerseys got floated around out there on uh, Suns Twitter today? <laughs> so you're talking about the city edition jerseys for the 2022 slash 23 season, correct? Allegedly, twenty. Yes, the teal ones. Yes, the teal and red ones. Those are the ones. What, what, what do you think, boys? You know, teal and red are a horrible uh, color combination. Just look at some of the Diamondbacks fucking jerseys. They're gross. They're gross. Would you and rather they be blue and white? Hell no. Ah, that has no yeah. Oh my God, the, Pantone, Pantone 294 is a beautiful color, but it has no place in for the Phoenix Suns. You know? <laughs> Throw something in there that, that reminds you of the Phoenix Suns. On All they did was they took the worst jersey that we currently have, which is the Friday orange yeah. jersey, and they just recolored it. And they put a little gradient on the number, and they made so, it teal so, with um, red trim. Yeah, it's gross. Yeah, 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 y'all got to stop with the orange hate. The orange jerseys aren't that bad. I'm not hating. It's just the worst one. Yeah, the purple one could be the no, worst one. No, purple's the, t- the purple one is so bad, dude. I like what? the purple one because so, no, no, no. that's the, the Phoenix Suns. The Phoenix so Suns are a purple team. No, no, no. That's the thing. People are like, oh my god, it's purple, purple, purple. Suns, fucking purple. No, dude, it's awful, dude. All this is is Phoenix, and people are like, yeah, fuck yeah. We agree with that. No, stop. <laughs> dude, all the, 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 the orange yeah. one, all it is is the orange sunburst. It's not like no, there's but, a whole lot more thought that went orange, It's orange on orange that. crime. I get that. But at least the orange one is like, come. it came out of thin air. But like the purple one, people like, it's like sacred to people. So I'm like, fuck you guys. Like the purple one sucks too. Yeah, but see, like if the orange one had any purple on it, if it had purple trim or a purple logo or it, something, it, 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 it would it, pop it, more. 
But it, you know, it looks, it looks, it, it looks, the, the logo's tiny, you know, so. Yeah, but no one would care. Let's, let's be real. I am being real. I'm being a hundred, I'm being a hundred, hundred percent real. I don't, of yeah, all of the jerseys. Uh, you know what? I'll, I'll be honest with you guys. I'm the worst person to ask about this. Cause I think people <laughs> like we care way too fucking yet, much. Yet you're jerseys. so, so impassioned. And see, I'm one of the best people to ask about this. Cause I'm one of those people no, who care oh, way dude, too much. And I love but, graphic but, design. But, I get that. But why do you, you know how many, you know, when, when the when the orange jerseys came out and I was arguing with Paul and fucking Justin about them, I'm like, dude, th- they're fine as long as as a fucking Justin? team wins a like win, like as long as, as long as we have a winning team, I don't give a fuck what they wear, dude. Is what I'm saying. And see, and here's also, what, and, and here's and what also, I'm saying. Here, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Y'all care way too fucking much about jerseys, dude. Who gives it's because, a fuck? Be, it, it's because it is my version of nerd them, nerdum. Okay, That's let me let, okay. let me say this. Let me say uh, this. My wife walks in the kitchen the other day, and I'm on okay. the computer for like two hours, and she's like, "What are you doing on the computer?" And I'm like, "I am recreating the Suns Wild West font, oh, so yeah. I can use it whenever I love fonts." And he throws a cup. <laughs> I love fonts. I love. That's literally faces. the first time I've heard anybody say I love fonts. I do though, like Fantastic. fonts, typefaces. Like I, I have a graphic design background. Right. I dig that stuff. So color palettes, all That's that cool. stuff. It is, and I and I love it. And then when I see things like what the Suns put out today, or whoever leaked the teal and red, it just it looks gross. It looks gross. It looks like a hey, summer hey, popsicle hey. gone wrong. Be as well say who's it. No one gives a fuck because you know why? If they win the title this year, everyone's gonna buy one of those fucking jerseys next season. Oh, I'm not. Hell no. I'm just, I people... will because you know why? The Suns just won the fucking 2021 championship. Yeah, I feel like I'll, I'll get the I'll get the hat. Not 2021. And I'll get the shirt, and I will not get one of those lame city edition jerseys. Dude, what? you will get one because I will get you one, and you will love it. That's why. And it and and I will wear it with pride. Okay, that's what I thought. So, I'm, I'm kind of scared to say I kind of like them. Should I, should I, I not? I, I should mean, I not I, even? <laughs> I, I'm going to say I like them just because, like, who, like I just don't. I, I don't know. Man. I get like I get why people love them. Like, I think I, like, her kind of hurt some people's feelings today when I said, like, jerseys don't <laughs> fucking matter. But I think whatever. you I think you have a yeah, inflated. But see, I, th- I, but think I think you have jerseys a inflated do matter. I mean. We we we're, we're we have an emotional connection to our team, yeah. and yeah. part of that emotional connection are the colors we wear, and right. you know. Right. So I mean, and that's why there's an emotion. It's emotionally charged the way that people respond to this because it's it goes against our, um, our the colors that we wear. We especially the Suns. What other professional team has purple and orange? Nobody. Only the Clemson Dude, fucking Tigers do. That's all I'm saying. But somebody told me that orange was terrible for Suns jerseys. So. It's the of, the of the top of, of the top four. Yeah, it is. I had, to, I had to throw it back in their face. I had to be like, "Hey, dude, like you were hating on the orange last season. Like, what the fuck? Where's the? What's the? Does anybody know where where the the teal? Com- I mean, I can assume, but like, actually know the basis for the use of teal? Uh, turquoise is one of no. What is it? <laughs> Yeah, the designer was from the, Sedona, so I was a very big fan of turquoise. Is that no, what it was? No, it's like a, it's like a Arizona like 
Oh yeah, turquoise but, is some part of like Arizona's like. But 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 if you look at the all the jerseys that were supposedly leaked today, and included the Spurs and a couple other teams, all of them have this very unique, flashy, bright color template. I don't think it has anything actually to do with Phoenix or Arizona. You know, you had the Aztec jersey that was leaked last year, and at least that was trying to tie something Dude, into that, Arizona. That, that looked really cool. Yeah, that opinion. was a sick looking jersey. You know. And this one is just, I feel like the NBA is trying this creamsicle point of view because the Miami jerseys were probably popular over yeah. the past, you know, two or three years. They looked at the sales, they ran their analytics and goes, Hey, people are the casual fans wearing this one. Cause it's a nice color. Well, let's try to do some color splash here with these four jerseys. Somebody leaks it. And then we talk about it way too long on a podcast to, to, you know, dance point. Like I care, but I don't care this much anymore. Fuck them. Who cares? Did you, did you just oh, call here, me a here. casual fan, like, in, in, like indirectly I, right there? Because never. Because because you said, let's throw some on this. The casual fan will buy it because, and I'm saying I like it. No, you know, the I'm casual, saying. like, Miami fan bought all those uh, Vice City jerseys, and now they're I've got four to... of them. Exactly. No, you you got don't. Duncan Robinsons, you got two Tyler Heroes, and a BAM. Just all Tyler Hero. <laughs> the same jersey, four different <laughs> sizes. <laughs> You know, funny story about that. I do have uh, three different Booker Valley jerseys. Really? You should sell <laughs> three two of them, man. Three different sizes. Dude, put that shit on. Uh, make that an NFT or something, or however that works. No, one's for my skinny days. One's for my fat days. The other one ended up being for the wife. You know, it worked out nicely. <laughs> so, the consensus on the jerseys, Dan doesn't care, but says he likes them just for the sake of saying something. Voida hates them. Justin's a casual. Justin's a casual. (laughs) (laughs) All right, boys, anything else? Anything else we want to cover? Anything else we want to cover this episode? I'm out of stuff. Um, I'd like to apologize for my contribution. I think that's a good part to sign off on. God help me. Voida, thanks, man. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for joining us on short notice, too, because, Paul, I don't know what he's doing. I Always. I was actually sitting around watching. Have you guys watched Winning Time on HBO? No. The Lakers no, thing? And, and, I, and I never will. It's it's actually really good. It's got some... It's, I'm, I'm, I'm sure, but I never will. Why? You don't have HBO? I'm sorry. No, because no, fuck the Lakers. Just no, it's, exactly. That's what makes it great. Fuck the Lakers. No, <laughs> no I'm just kidding. Yeah, I have HBO Max. I've thought about it, but I'm like, eh. It's actually pretty good. It's actually pretty good. It's fuck the Lakers 100%, but it's good television. It's basketball. To be, to be clear. Played, to be clear. Yes. To be clear. No, I like I, it television. I've, I've heard that, though. I've heard that. Like, yeah, it's, it's four I, episodes in, so. Eventually I'll watch, maybe like what? after. Like, the just just make sure the kids aren't around because there's a lot of titties. Every oh, time shit. my wife walks in, she's like, what the fuck are you watching? <laughs> she's like, why is there always smut on the television? It's a sports show. It's for research. <laughs> I'm like, it's the Lakers. They were whores. He said, <laughs> <laughs> I told terrible people. Terrible people. He said, he said smut on the television. Yeah, that's what my wife says. She says, why are you watching this smut? <laughs> Spe- speaking of which, Voida. It, it, it's if, fantastic, if, dude. Holy I don't know if it's shit. actually maybe yeah. had no. If you if if slash when you meet my oldest, I don't know if you have. If she asks why you're not in prison, that might have something to do with being a Dodgers fan. Just she might have a conception oh, about it, Dodgers. Yes. Fans, so. No, no, rightfully so. The majority of Dodgers fans suck ass. Trust me, I'm not proud to be a part of the fan base. I just love the team. That's fair. 
That's fair. That's fair. It's not. Is it though? Is it it fair? (laughs) I tried to get out. I tried to get out when I said that before Dan chimed in. I knew. I tried, Voida. I tried. All right, boys. Let's wrap it up, gentlemen. I pre hey Voida, seriously, man, appreciate you coming on, dude. Always, always a good time. Love coming on. Love coming on Fan of the Flames. The OG Suns podcast by the fans. Thanks for coming on, man. I'm, I've literally been drunk this whole episode. <laughs> hey, Justin, Dan, unbelievable as always. Great being on the show with you. Make sure you follow the Suns Jam session at Suns Jam, the best post game podcast on Planet Orange. You can follow that show. At, uh, oh yeah, at Suns Jam. I just said that at Suns Jam. Uh, you can follow Matthew Lissy at Suns Jam. Nope, at Matthew Lissy, and you can follow me <laughs> at Dark Voida. A consummate professional, John Voida. A consummate professional. Love it. Appreciate you as always. You can find me on Twitter. I'm at Sosa's J. Dan. I almost said Paul. Dan. At Dan Duarte. And Paul is at Dervish of Whirl. And the pod is at Fan the Flames NBA. Fan the Flames NBA. Something like that. I don't know. And as always, we appreciate you all listening. And depending on when you're listening, have yourself a good morning, good afternoon, or good evening. So long.